What's up, Brewskies? My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the great, the powerful, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Tonight's brew is from Urban Chestnut. It is their dwarf beer. Dwarf! Bavarian style, uncle. Adam will have more on that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? A little bit of controversy brewing in the local beer scene. I like what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1, Volume (laughs) 2. We finally have our first look at what is one of the most anticipated shows in the history of Netflix. For sure. So we'll talk about that. And uh, what else? All that and more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was one more thing. There was one more thing. We'll get to it. One more thing. Uh, but we'll get into that. <laughs> okay. We'll get into that. Very smooth. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Did you like that? I did. It's great. After 350 <laughs> episodes, you would think that I'd be able to transition out of an awkward moment like that. And yet, here we are. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> Just stare in the frame for a minute. We all... Feel it, right? Yeah. This and is episode 350. <laughs> 350. 350. Of the One Beer In Podcast. One Beer In Podcast. Here. right this is the one beer in podcast the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us as i said this is episode 350 Mm -hmm. we did it despite our best (laughs) efforts we did it we made it to 350 episodes we did it joe we did it joe and uh i mean thank you guys for rocking with us for that many episodes whether you're listening for the first time tonight or whether you're listening uh, since we started this joint, since it was 45 minutes of just beer talk. If, if that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you for being here. And uh, we hope for 350 more. Mm-hmm. And we promise episode 400 will be extra special. Yeah. We'll do something for we'll it. put some sauce on it. Yeah. You know. But with this 350, it's a nice little, uh, nice little milestone. It's an observation, right? An observed holiday, if you will. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, without further ado, Obi, please tell the people a little <clears throat> bit more about what we are drinking tonight. I would love to. This is the Urban Chestnut Brewing Company Dorf Beer Bavarian Style Dunkel Lager. And, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a cold read for the first time in so long. Uh, This is from the Reverend series number three, and it goes as follows. Historically, Dunkel Lagers are the original everyday beers of Munich and the surrounding Bavarian villages. With a dark amber color, Dorf beer, or village beer, utilizes Munich malt and a slight amount of roasted malt to create a smooth, easy-drinking, slightly toasty lager. Prost. 
got to do it. You can find Urban Chestnut in St. Louis, Missouri. This comes in at a 4.8% ABV, and we'll have more thoughts on it at the end of the show. She's a light girl. Yeah. 4.8. All right. So, one beer and podcast, podcast with two brews. You know the drill. Mm -hmm. I just found this out today, talking amongst... The beer folk. Okay. <laughs> All the, the beer folk. Yeah. The beer fellows. The beer fellows. Yeah. Common beer fellows. Mm-hmm. That uh, apparently, out here in the local scene, um, you can, at this point, you you can throw a rock 50 yards and you'll probably hit a brewery around here. Yeah. Everybody Which is getting one. Which is a great thing. Yeah. They're popping up all over the place, which is why it's so easy for us to... Get to 350 episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And have enough beer to do so. Um, so, yeah, if you ever find yourself in the Central Florida area, you will have a wealth of places to go to if all you're trying to do is drink beer. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. there's uh, some places that have been here a while. There's some places that have just popped up. One, I, I don't know if I could, I guess you call it a mainstay of the... Uh, Sanford area. It's it's been there a while. Yeah. Yeah. There is a brewery out in the Sanford area, which is close to Orlando. If you're not from here and have no reference points for that, it's just like a city outside of Orlando. Sure. Called Wops Hops. Which even saying that like uh not out uh, not out loud, but like to potentially so many people. <laughs> yeah, broadcasting it uh Yeah. Yeah. Feels weird. Feels kind of icky. True. Uh, but it's it's a place out here. It's the name of it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently the guy himself is Italian. Todd mm-hmm. um, refers to himself as the Wop. The Wop. Yeah. 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 So sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess if you call yourself the racial slur, then he it doesn't matter. Gives himself the permission to be called that. Right. So. And so, the name of his business. So. So if you walk in and you're like, "Where's the fucking Wop?" And I, <laughs> you may not want to do that, but what if, what if you don't know him and you're just yeah. like, I'm looking for the WAP. Uh huh. What's the difference between that and knowing the guy? I, I feel like there's a big difference between knowing him and not knowing him I don't and saying think so. that. I don't think so. Right, it sounds like a shakedown the other way. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I think it sounds bad. Hmm. Anyway, this sure. guy, uh, he's been running that joint for years now, and uh, you know. Suffice to say, I mean, it's it's a cool place to go out sure. here. You know, it's not not like you know, I got nothing nothing against the WAP. Uh, <laughs> you better not, Toddy the WAP. You better not. <laughs> but uh, he has uh, recently found himself in the middle of some controversy. I guess they were planning on coming out with a a blonde ale, mm. and uh, the idea was to call it uh, a twenty something blonde, and they had a label planned for it uh and it was it was a like a a busty it was an animated like busty blonde Mm -hmm. and uh not only that but in the caption of the original post it was something to the effect of how todd likes his women ah yeah 
So okay, yeah, there's there's, was, there's layers to this. That was also part of that. I didn't tell you that. Part. No, you didn't. I <laughs> see. I haven't seen the post, and that's because it's been deleted. Right. So you can't find it if you're looking it up at this point. But they are doing some damage control yeah. right now. Let me see. Maybe let me see if Steve sent it to me. No, he didn't. The actual post. Yeah, I was I was mm. hoping that he. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, <clears throat> they're they're uh, they're doing some damage control now. Because, uh, Wait, I mean, is it, that it right there? It comes up in a search. So I think the beer is brewed, but maybe they were just planning Wait, on click that. actually releasing it. Why did it just disappear? <laughs> maybe, maybe they deleted it. Wait, wait, what what was that? What link was that? It was just the Google image search. No, no, go back. I'm saying, like, what it what popped up when, uh, 20 year book. It's just a day ago. So was that when it was posted? Yeah, that that's definitely it. Okay. And I guess whatever that link was, they were able to delete that. Yeah. So if you Google it, you can kind of see it in Google. But if you click on the link. Let's see if we can open the image. Okay, so yeah. it's just a tiny little yeah, preview yeah, of an yeah. image. So if we can find a bigger picture, we'll drop it in here. You'll yeah. drop it in here. Remember. <laughs> Thanks. Remember to do it. We didn't drop in a picture of Celine last time, so... Oh, we didn't? We did not. Ooh, yikes. So... Well, that's we'll, it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. Uh, but yeah, it, look, it just looks like a caricature drawing of a... Uh, looks kind of like a, a German... Yeah, uh... uh, uh what are they called? <laughs> the, the beer ladies. Yeah. That go around with the, the multiple beers in their hands. Yeah, the beer wench. It's not a beer wench. I thought that was the medical term. It's not. It's not. Put some respect on the name, okay? <laughs> no, they had. Yeah, I, for, I, for, I forgot what it is. I forgot what it is. But that's what mm. it's like. This, like, you know, like crudely drawn uh, beer girl, beer woman. <laughs> Thank you for not saying wench. Yeah. I, I, I heard you. Beer. Yeah. And uh, I think it was. I think it. I don't think it's the drawing. I think it's the name of the beer coupled with the original Instagram post that has got him in hot water. Probably. So, uh, you know, it finds itself first uh, some women who are part of the Pink Boots Society. They found it. Pink Boots Society is a collective of women, you know, uh, helping to uh, progress the movement of women brewers in Mm. the industry. Right, which has been, you know, wrought with over-sexualization of women, uh, harassment, well, yeah, right. you know, all these things that we don't have to tell you about. Well, and that's exactly the pro- like the issue here, is that this industry has been having a reckoning. Yeah. L- like most industries, like a lot of entertainment industries have been having. Mm. Or traditionally, uh, like, boys club environments. Yeah. Because of, uh, like, the Me Too movement helped springboard this, and now all these other industries are, like, having those kind of reckonings or come-to-Jesus moments in the sure. industry. Yeah. And uh, we had we had ours in the beer industry, like, I don't know, a year ago, maybe? But it's been... It's, it's been, been... It's been brewing for a long time. I just did a search on over-sexualization in breweries, and... An article came up from 2016, yeah, talking about the over-sexualization of beer advertising in general. 
Yeah. Not yeah. even talking about craft breweries necessarily, but just overall. You don't even have to be in the industry to, to Oh yeah, of course. Realize of course. That. If you think back to like when we were kids. Yeah. Like most, no, I wouldn't say most, but a lot of beer advertising was based around like hot chicks and you know like these these Oh, we're just bros and dudes. Just dudes being bros. And uh, we're going to get the hot chicks from having these cold beers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, there's that, that one uh, SNL sketch where the wife... She, uh, it's it's a thing where like they give they give the wife like a like a child's game to play, and she's like making the tostitos for her uh-huh. husband, and, and he's just like get the fuck out of here, <laughs> and then she like falls in love with like someone else's girlfriend. It's it's a great great sketch. Yeah, uh, but it's making fun of like that mid like nineties mid millennium mm-hmm. advertising of like the dudes are in the fucking living room and the wife is. Oh, honey, and they're fucking. <laughs> it's boys' night. Yeah, I'm in my man cave. Or, or uh, you know, just like chicks in bikinis washing cars. And, yeah, you know, that's the the other side of it too. Yeah, what's the what's the burger burger chain? That Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, they, that's like I'm pretty sure that's how Kate Upton became like super famous. Huge. She was already yeah. like famous, but you know that definitely helped. I'm sh- I'm sure. <laughs> the, oh, wasn't Paris Hilton part of that too? I think she had a commercial. I, I think she had a commercial Probably. with them. Yeah. White weird, weird, yeah. weird, yeah. weird times to yeah. look back on. Yeah. But anyway, yes. So it's it's been prevalent in in the beer industry for a very long time, and it's obviously that sort of thing has trickled down uh, from the the mainstays. Yeah. I mean, I can even think back in, when I was in my advertising classes. Um, and they were telling you white chicks sell stuff, <laughs> and not too many words, but um, <laughs> no. I mean, it, it was it was well known that that was a tactic for breweries. We actually had a specific project about breweries, and you know, like one of the examples was actually like literally objectifying in 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 hindsight now. Because this brewery had like a red ale and a blonde, and yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And they were all shown as women. Yeah. You know, because, of course, only guys want beer. Right. Clearly. And, you know, guys want women, too. So, you know, one and two go together. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, like, looking back, it is so obviously, like, dumb and basic and, uh, you know, objectifying. But literally, it was something being taught as recently as when I went to college, and I'm gonna, not going to tell you when that was because it's <laughs> a very long time ago. Fuck. Yeah, 1982. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think if that if that shows anything, it's just how like pervasive that that sort of campaign idea has been forever and ever and ever, and only now are things starting to change. Right. So, I mean, you got to think it's it it is a great thing for women in the industry and the industry at large yeah well and and the the thing is like it is a great thing and yet you know when you get down to the local level it's something that's like still uh pervasive yeah you know it's still like (laughs) and and they know not to their credit but you know i guess to their detriment like they knew as soon as they posted this thing 
and they started getting shit on for it. I'm talking about Wops Hops. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately, they delete the post. Right. I mean, you can still go on Untapped, I think, and find the beer itself. Yeah. I, I, what I'm thinking is the beer was already brewed and probably in-house at the time. Like, at the brewery, you could probably get it on draft. But yeah. they were maybe maybe thinking of having a... Trying to bottle it or Yeah, a bottle it. or something. Some some kind of larger rollout. Yeah. So, so distro it. It's yeah. a terrible label. Yeah, it's it's not it's not. I mean, that literally the background is a free image that we've used in the past. Yeah. So. Yeah. So if that, I mean, if that's there, if that is like straight up the real label, that's terrible. Yeah. So, just not even from a moral standpoint, from just a design, <laughs> a design standpoint, standpoint it's, yeah, it's awful. Yeah, on all counts. Uh, I don't know. It just it's like the you you, you know one step forward, two steps back. I guess. Yeah, but you know the thing is, and you know I don't I don't mean disrespect to Wops Hops in general because I have had a good time there before. But it's a hole in the wall, you know. Yeah, it's a small place. Yeah, they, I'm sure they don't have like a dedicated PR person on staff or an <laughs> advertising guy, you know. Or no, they got Todd and then some other guy, and then uh, and then apparently two women that work there because we know that now because they based on their instagram it, yeah. they posted, yeah. posted very, about this. very clear uh whoopsie so that's good as uh, uh, now that now we know that there's at least women there uh <laughs> yeah. they probably weren't consulted on the decision to name the beer what they named it or uh come up with that label but or maybe they were maybe, maybe they, they were didn't give a yeah shit. maybe they didn't see anything wrong with it i don't know yeah yeah can't call it click on their most recent post so their most recent post is uh, always a fun night when Haley and Kara are working. So is that two pictures? Uh, no, no, it's just one person. Okay, so it's it's one pic. Okay, so that's this this is great. Okay, okay, let's break this down for a second. Okay, okay this is I love this. Okay, this was so, posted one day ago, so that is the twelfth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the caption says. Always a fun night when Haley and Kara are working. But there's only one woman in the picture. So either uh, they just forgot to post the second second picture picture Mm. and haven't cleaned this up. Or it doesn't fucking matter. You know? To them is what I'm saying. Like they're just like, yeah, always a fun night when, when, you know, two... You know, uh, uh, no, go back. I want to go through the the comments. Real okay, quick. I, and, I, and well, again, who the fuck is that? Because that person looks like the same person. Yeah, yeah. I, I only clicked on this one because it, they, I think they posted it pretty close to each other. Um, yeah, that was definitely the same. That's person. the same person. Yeah. So Haley or Kara is the mo- two most recent posts, mm-hmm. and then all of the comments are dealing with they they hashtagged respect the craft and uh, a lot of people are like huh respect the craft but not the women that work there uh there's one two three four five how many six seven eight eight comments so far and it's all about uh their non-apology and their shooking and jiving around the controversy yeah well you know they made they made the rookie PR mistake of not immediately addressing what's happening. Yeah. And are instead trying to wait for this all to blow over, which is never a good idea. Um, 
Yeah, because the yeah. thing is, they're, they're they're such a small place that if anyone cares, it's going to be people who are passionate about that, and they're not sure. going to just let it blow over. I mean, one yeah. thing if it was just like bigger companies can do that. Bigger mm. companies can just go keep moving. Eh. Yeah, and then you know after a while, those comments will start to fall off. Sure, and then you know a month from now, we won't even be talking about this. Yeah, smaller companies though. You've got to address that type of shit. You can't mm. just pretend like it didn't happen. Yeah. Because you're trying to build from an organic place. Right. And I, I will say, I feel like most of the PR play here is to get new people attracted to, to Wops Hops. Because uh-huh. I guarantee, you know, the general crowd there tends to be a bit older. It's, the, it's the crowd of like... They would have loved that label and, and seen sure, nothing wrong with it. Sure, nothing wrong with it. And I guarantee they're not looking at this and being like, well, I'm never going back to Wops Hops ever again. Right. You know? Right. I mean, chances are, even if they are aware of it, they're like, I don't see the big deal. Let's move forward. Or right. or even, I will support them even more because they're clearly a, uh, a subject of cancel culture. Yeah. You know? They're getting canceled. Right, exactly. So do I think this is going to really affect their bottom line? Not immediately, no. but I think it could affect as far as like new people coming into it. Because I, you know, I don't think a lot of those commenters are even locals or have like regularly gone to Wops Hops. Right. It doesn't yeah. seem like it, um, but they probably heard about it because of Pink Boot Society and are you know rightfully so upset about what happened. Um, yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see what the response is because I guarantee there will be some kind of response. They're not going to stay quiet forever. They can't. They, they, I mean, they, they never are. You know, even if it takes a full week for them to like gestate on it and yeah. to you know talk to the 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 higher ups and be like, hey, you gotta say something. Nothing in their story. No, nothing yet. at all. It's just about the beer, the an, another latest beer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it it may take a little bit of time but i guarantee you're going to see a response to this yeah now from where you're sitting do you agree that it's a big deal that that was going to be the the label is it about the label or more about the post itself which is kind of hard to talk about because we don't have the post in front of us but from what you've heard how do you feel about i saw the post with my own eyes so that's you know you seen it i seen it okay so even if uh you know you come down to well, we never. It's like whatever, man. I, I saw it. I, mm-hmm. I don't need you telling me. A lot of people saw it. Uh, <clears throat> Apparently, I think that. I mean, it's 2022. It's really not that hard to not be an asshole about stuff like this. Uh-huh. Just pick a different name. You just like you have to. It's not even like. It's not. It's not a clever name, and and, and like who are you trying to advertise that to? You know who yeah. who is that. Who's supposed to be drinking that? Like, it just, on all accounts, it's like, at, at no point somebody was like, eh, it's really not that good of a name. I, I mean, even beyond being offensive, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just not really that clever. It's not really, like, who who who's going to buy this? Yeah, they, I mean, I, I assume it was just like a, oh, this is like tongue-in-cheek, you know. That's cute. Yeah, it was a bunch of it was like probably like three or four old white dudes in there who were like, "Ah, this is funny." That's the that's the only explanation. Yeah, it's not the only explanation. But it's the <laughs> one that I'm going with. 
it is proof <laughs> that that's what happened. Proof positive. There's only old white dudes that work there, and they're the <laughs> only ones who make decisions there. You heard it here first. Uh-huh. I, uh, I just think that there are too many breweries, and this has gone on for too long for this to be... I mean, I, do I think that the man like? Do I think that it's like this so detrimental that like you should close WAP hop, WAPs hops or anything like that? Mm. I don't think it's that crazy, but I do think that like how long? How many times is something like this going to happen before it's just like, hey, man, there's no excuse for this. It's just like yeah. grow up, you know, just grow up. But like, <sighs> yeah. But how many times are we going to fucking talk about this in 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 varying mm-hmm. uh, industries? Just grow up. Oh, I I think that's clearly where the industry is moving so it's a that's a good thing it's a yeah i mean really this this reaction is a sign of progress uh i know a lot of people who disagree with quote cancel culture will disagree with that statement but yeah. at the same time i mean i, I just feel like the in- inclusivity that we're seeing with women in the industry is only a net positive yeah right um if that label makes you know a future brewer who happens to be a woman uncomfortable then i'm glad I didn't get posted yeah you know personally do i find that that crudely drawn image of <laughs> a, a a beer wench as marco said not me <laughs> um, oh you bastard do i find that offensive personally no but i can see why it would be offensive to some people including you know especially adding to that any kind of you know tongue-in-cheek crude kind of posts that went along with it talking about the women that Mr. Wop enjoys, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like I could see how that could be uncomfortable for Doctor Wop. Doctor, excuse me. Doctor Todd Wop. That's my father. Please just call me Wop. Just call me Wop. Um, yeah. So I, I get, I get it. I get it, and I understand. Um, and I, I, you know, I think it's a good thing that people are are demanding some kind of answer for this, and and you know, I think it's a it's a it's a lesson for them yeah. to move forward and be a bit more thoughtful about, you know, what they call their beers and the general atmosphere of of the brewery itself yeah you know just to make sure everything is ship shape because i i don't know the environment but you know i'm sure that they'll be conscious of it moving forward at very least yeah i'm just trying to think like like the conversations that must have been had where they they probably thought they probably didn't think twice about it. They probably thought, no. that's harmless. Well, because it would have been 10 years ago. Yeah. And maybe even there was probably women around who probably, like, were, you know, maybe cut their eyes at it and, like, didn't think twice about it. But we're in a place now where there are, like, a lot of people are vocal about stuff like this. And, uh, again, like, is it. Does it need to turn the world on its head every time? No. Mm. Does WAP, does uh, uh, Todd WAP need to change his entire business? No. Does he, like you said, need to be a little bit more thoughtful about, you know, how he goes about some stuff like this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, like you just need to be smarter. Sure. Because even if it is harmless... At the end of the day, which I don't like, it isn't, but even if it were something harmless at the end of the day, it's like there's enough women 
who are passionate about beer mm-hmm. who would see that and if you if if enough of them like like are off put by it yeah it's I, like, I, well, well, you know even if you're not like you know vomiting and crying over it uh, you know eye rolling at it i think is enough for you to be like this is a negative interaction with this brewery yeah i don't want to deal with this if like you have to be like uh like ah come on you know it's not eh, right come mm-hmm. on it's not that big a deal right yeah. if you have to have that kind of attitude about it it's like maybe you just shouldn't have made the joke in the first place mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah well you know and i think to cap it off at least for me yeah i'm done with it the (laughs) fine (laughs) i think this was a sort of a comedy of errors because the image itself alone no problem right the image itself i mean it's not a very good drawing i'm sorry whoever did it but the image itself (laughs) inoffensive it's fine you know whatever yeah the image added to it being called a 20 year old blonde yeah 20 year old like a young blonde, yeah. right? You don't need to. You don't need to add that element. That adds a bit of a creepy no, factor it, yeah. to it, right? It yeah. makes you feel like kind of predatory, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. So that was strike two. So now it's gross twice. It's yeah, and then three is, I mean, from what you say, the post itself. Yeah. Saying that this is what Mr. Wop, Doctor Wop, excuse me, Doctor Wop enjoys as That's far as his taste in women. Once, twice. Three times a pervert. Yes. So, you know, you may get away with one of those things, but all three at the same time. It just can't do it. It's too much. You flew too close to the sun, Icarus. Yeah. Yeah. So. And those wax wings, they melted. They tough melt. (laughs) Anywho, we'll we'll see what happens out of this, but, you know, it's probably going to be your general, you know, uh, template of apology. You know what I want to do? Mm. I want to go in there, and I want to. I just want to talk to somebody and just be like, "It's fucking bullshit, man." I wanted that. I wanted that 20, 20 year old blonde. Who doesn't like a twenty year old blonde? I mean, come on, you know. Mm. Who cares? Yeah. And then see how many people who are like, "Yeah, hell yeah, brother," <laughs> get a high five. Hell yeah, brother. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> okay, Chip. Uh, I remember. What the uh, the other thing was? Okay, we'll get we'll get there when we get there. Do you want to do Stranger Things? In? Yeah, trailer trash. Trailer trash. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, you knocked you it, it knocked my beanie off. <laughs> Thank you so much. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, now that your ears are bleeding. Uh, Stranger Things Season 4. We finally have our real first look. We, we updated you guys with the uh, the imagery from uh, Season 4. The first like pictures. I think it was Entertainment Weekly or Hollywood Reporter or whatever. whatever. Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> and now we finally have the first real official Trailer, 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 trailer. So, Obi, you know, take us through. I mean, what'd you think, man? You know, uh, first look, season four. Finally. I mean, I always enjoy um, the choice of of journey in my soundtrack for a right. trailer. Of course. Um, so that that was a that was a plus 
at the very start. Acapella. Of everything. It was very cool. Yeah. And it was one of those things that I'm like, is this Journey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is Journey. Yeah. Um, so, okay. That was that was a plus. <laughs> and then on top of that, I mean, I I was really concerned if, if you guys didn't listen to the episode we talked about it on, which you should have. Shame on you. Um, I was really worried about the tone more than anything else of the show because uh-huh. to me, Stranger Things is in its heart and soul a, you know, basically like an E.T. analog, you know? Uh-huh. Like it is supposed to be younger kids doing an adventure, Monster Squad, you know, stuff like that. Goonies, obviously. Um, but. You know, I guess the question for me was what happens when they get older? Like, where do we go from here? Are, are we going full horror? Are we turning it into, like... Like, Stranger Things, uh, to me, has to be an homage to something in the 80s. Yeah. You know? Like, without that, it is rudderless. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's what they set this show up to be. Yeah. And... You know, I'd be happy for it to stand on its own too, but so far it hasn't really for me as a show in yeah. general. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I'm not one of those haters of season two and three, um, but I get it. <laughs> I get why some people uh, really aren't looking forward to season four. That being said, uh, I really like the tone they've set, actually. I was pleasantly surprised by how dark it feels, how epic it feels. Um I think my only concern is, you know, one of the first things you pointed out about it, which is, you know, the monsters are talking now. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm curious. I mean, they say the word war like 10 times yep. in the trailer. So it's like I'm worried about what we're going to do as far as scope of this thing and, and if it can kind of spiral out of control. Yeah as far as creatively and maybe getting a bit too big for its britches. Yeah. Cause I like it more so when it's this like mystery horror suspense kind of thing. But if it just becomes like, you know, uh, a deleted scene from Lord of the Rings or something at some point, I'm going to kind of tune out Yeah, unless they really, you know, pay that off in some, some really cool way. Um, so having this like what seems to be this like ultimate evil bad guy, unless they make that character really interesting, I'm not really as into it as I would be for like a brainless killing machine, yeah. like a xenomorph or something, you know? Yeah. Like that that appeals to me a bit more when we're talking about this like 80s pastiche. Well, and that's <clears throat> that's what worked in the first couple of seasons mm-hmm. was that it was just this nameless faceless monster it was literally a faceless monster with right. fucking and that's that was frightening enough yeah it didn't need motivation mm-hmm. yeah it just it wanted to break through well to it, the other side that's yeah it. and that's the thing though is like i mean it's a it's a cliche at this point but the more you show the monster the less scary it is right so i get the need to change things up but at the same time like I don't know. Uh, uh, again, another thing that's a hallmark of Stranger Things to me is the mystery of it all, and you know, keeping things in the shadows and and us unveiling a little bit more with every episode. Yeah. And if there's, I mean, it it 
it's hinting this trailer's hinting at more mystery to unveil because obviously like you know we have to find out about the russians and you know we have to find out who this big bad is for this season and right you know why the kids are going to have to save the day again and you know all these why all is these david things. harbour's character locked up in the first place why, <laughs> why is he in prison right right and or whatever well, you know, it's, it's not really prison. It's like a concentration camp. Basically, yeah, in Soviet Russia. Yeah. Um, so I get there's stuff to unveil, but I just hope that they they maintain a lot of mystery around it and don't just make it like more of an action <coughs> action show. Because I'm not sure if I mean I'm sure they're throwing as much money as they possibly can uh, from Netflix. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not sure if that's really going to be the the strength to lean on for a tv show this is like a big epic you know uh battle kind of thing yeah i'm not sure that they even have a choice at this point this has to get bigger and bigger it and has bigger to. and bigger well i yeah. mean the last season ended with like them uh taking on a monster that destroyed an entire mall mm-hmm. right they had to move away from the city and yeah. all that one of the main characters dies spoiler alert mm-hmm. well and and visions of like the giant monster too right yeah like in past seasons there's just been that vision of like this earth ending giant monster right and it kind of finally uh you know well i don't know if it came to fruition you have the you know one of the big monsters Mm. but the thing is like everything that they show in the trailer i don't know man it just kind of didn't get me excited kind of got me worried about everything that you're talking about Mm. that it that you don't want it to be, it really kind of feels like that's exactly what's going to be that. Yeah. I've got a bad <laughs> feeling about this. <laughs> it looks like exactly what's on the table is yeah. like, you know, all this talk of war, the budget's obviously bigger. Sure. You already have like shit exploding and like different crazy shit happening. And it's like, uh, it has no choice but to be larger. The mm-hmm. scope has to be bigger. Yeah, I think that this uh, guy doing a guitar solo on the upside down. Yeah, I don't. I just, <laughs> I, <laughs> dude, I don't know what that's about, and uh, they're really gonna have to earn that one. Yeah, because I saw that and I was just like, maybe I'm being a fucking cynic, mm. but I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, 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 it's sad, but it's like it feels like they're just latching on to the things that were earned in previous seasons mm-hmm. like that was obviously a one up on uh homie who sang uh, the never ending story sure. right yeah yeah but that was earned mm-hmm. throughout the whole season yeah, they, he's talking they, they about this girlfriend and yeah. yeah they set it up and then it pays off yeah and then you're like that's amazing yeah. <laughs> it was a i mean like golden tv moment mm-hmm. like a classic yeah be- like what oh so it, it just and that's what you get when you build something organically and then it pays off and the payoff is earned instead of forced sure you get this thing that people fall in love with and that's why shit like that goes viral because it's like this makes sense to me mm. it's a thing that like you don't need to be a screenwriter you don't need to have seen a million movies to understand when something makes sense and when it doesn't make sense. And when a thing is earned and when it's unearned yeah. and when it's forced. You just can feel it. You can, yeah, I was going to say you can at least feel it. Yeah. So I hope that they do the same with all of the 
I mean, it just looks like junk. Like, it's so much <laughs> stuff that they threw into yeah. this trailer. Well, I mean, one thing we I don't think we really touched on is that they are giving themselves even more time to add in that junk. Yeah. Because they're separating into two separate releases. So, like, we're, we're doing the Harry Potter route at this yeah. point. Uh, so, part one is going to debut May 27th. And then... The second part's going to be July 1st. So we're going to have a couple of months in between. That's actually not that bad. It just kind of feels like just... But why? Release the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> it, do they need just that time to really, like, get the CG down? Like May 27th and then July what? First. That's not even a full two months. No. So is That's it, a month in, like, a, in a couple days. Uh, that's what I'm wondering why why they're choosing to do that. Is it to just keep people on edge? Is it to it was was that a request from Netflix to keep people on a little bit longer? Uh, I'm very make it curious. so that people have to uh, they have to do us. Uh, there's <coughs> excuse me. Their seven day trial has to be yeah. up before they fit. They have could be, to. That could be. Could very well be. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, that's, when that's when are we gonna get past those predatory? Never. <laughs> Never. It's fucked up. Think about that. It's really fucked up when you when you think about capitalism, it. baby. You they would rather instead of just I I would I would more support a company that did a seven day free trial and then on the seventh day shot me an email and was like, Your seven day free mm. trial is up. If you don't act now, we will continue the trial. Yeah. Instead of just gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. And then like slipping <laughs> off into the background, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Cuz that company feels like I know that they don't care about me as a person, but no, it feels like not. they care about me as a con- as a person. They don't care about me as a consumer either. But it would the, be the, They care that you consume. It would be nice to feel like they actually gave a shit about, you know, like what I was doing as opposed to just like how many names are you know? How many numbers can we get? It just—it's very predatory. Yeah. Well, you're a number, Marco. So. Yeah. Yeah. Your dollar signs to them. Not a lot of dollar signs. <laughs> Enough. Enough. Yeah. 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 That's all that matters. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know. Didn't look. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say something like that with the budget that it is and the hype that it has. Mm-hmm. It's hard to call it trash. Sure. But remember, remember what our criteria is here. If it makes you less excited or not excited at all about the product or video or movie or TV show, then it is trash by our definition. It is trash. If it makes you excited about it in any way, if it, it if it's on the positive side of that in any way, it is not trash. I think I got to go trash. Okay. I, I think res- I got to trash it. it. I respect it. I'm going to say not trash for me um, only because I did... I, I liked the fact that I felt a tone, and that tone is epic, which is not necessarily <laughs> what I want from Stranger Things, but I'm a bit more in that I feel like there is some kind of cohesive, coherent tone. Um, so I, I feel a little bit better about it. Yeah. We'll see where that goes, but, you know, overall, not trash for me. I mean, Journey Alone, so separate ways. Come on. Yeah, come on. It is a great song. It's a great song. 
and the Fantastic. way that they did it, I'm, I, that was good. Yeah, I gotta give them that. Fair enough. All right. Uh, <laughs> I remember the last thing that we wanted to talk about, which was method acting. Mm. Right. So, <clears throat> Morbius, Morbius releases, and it's one of the lowest rated Marvel movies of all time. It's still rated higher than Fantastic Four. Technically a Sony movie. Let's not get the wires uh, crossed here, uh, okay? Oh, uh, well, well, okay. well, apparently there is some post credit scene that connects the dots, but I don't yeah, know. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Uh, it had the highest drop-off second week sales uh, for any Marvel Sony movie. Right. Uh, and pretty much everybody's like, this movie sucks. Mm. And they're clowning Jared Leto because Jared Leto has been getting by on the goodwill of winning that Oscar all those years ago uh, since winning that Oscar he's been getting by on that goodwill Yeah, he's one of these guys I mean before then though I'm saying that like he hasn't done anything good since, since then. then yeah and he's true. been getting by he's been like just riding the uh, or coasting on the laurels rather of that one We're trying to re- recreate that yeah over and over again because with I, Morbius, I just watched. Uh, I just rewatched rather Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay, still holds up. Still yeah. incredible. Oh, great. One of the greatest movies of of, of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could classify it as one of the best sequels ever made. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, Godfather two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's some other good sequels? Uh, Break into. Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Um, sequels. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars two. Star, Star, uh, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Two. Yes. Yeah. 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 Toy Story. Toy yeah, Story two. two. <laughs> Toy Story two. Star Wars Episode five. I meant Star Trek two. Oh, Star Trek two. Yeah. 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 Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Right. Right. Much better than the first movie. Yeah, and I would firmly put twenty forty nine in there. Oh yeah. Well, uh, we've had this discussion before, and I uh. hate to, you know, retread, but. Tread. Better than the original. Yeah. He said it. He said it, folks. I love Blade Runner, but it's better. All that to say, Jared Leto just kind of shows up in that movie. Yeah. He doesn't do anything of note. No. So even, like, the best movie that he's done since Dallas Buyers Club, you know? Could have been someone else. Yeah. Could have been recast. And was he method acting in that? Was he walking around with his eyes closed, like <laughs> bumping into walls and stuff? Because he didn't have the AI technology yeah. following Just him. Just being very weird. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's become, he has unfortunately become the actor, ubiquitous, or not ubiquitous. Uh, uh, what is that word? There's associated a, there's a better word than associated with but yes mm-hmm. yeah i'm trying to i doesn't matter my brain's not working he has become the actor associated with method acting because mm-hmm. of the pra- the these most recent uh roles that he's been in he have he's made news because of the weird shit that he's done yeah with like so he plays joker yeah and he sends his castmates like used condoms and like blood-filled capsules and dead rats 
and shit like that. He's like, that's what the Joker would have done, man. Yeah. And so. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> he does that. Uh, he, he, Morbius, he, he will only a- answer to Morbius, apparently. Like, he he's, only drank blood. <laughs> he, uh, the character, <laughs> <laughs> character is, uh, crippled in the, f- like, I, I don't know the fucking, but he's walking on like. You've clearly done your research. <laughs> well, okay. Yes, Do- he's ill. Doctor Morbius is yes. Yes, he's he's, he's he's stricken with some kind of physical ailment that yeah. he's been stricken with his entire life, mm-hmm. and this has caused his motor skills to be that of of I don't know, not good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that of not good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more happy with you going that route as opposed to naming someone who is also quote unquote crippled thank you marco (laughs) yeah there's a better better way to go about it okay and so the character undergoes his transformation obviously it's it's Mm. pretty clear from the trailer yes he gets empowered and but kind of vampire power but becomes a vampire at the same time it's a monkey paw you know yeah you get the strength but you have to feed on blood yeah and so apparently when he was filming the scenes where he was uh um ill he he needed help going to the bathroom Mm -hmm. can you imagine a grown man able-bodied who's just going dead weight on you and you have to you have to like get a bunch of like best boys and security guards and like uh uh boom guys yeah to like carry him to the bathroom you know you know what i would have done let him shit his pants (laughs) i would have left him there and just let him see how far he's gonna take the just let him sit just let him sit there Hey, no, Morbius. Because then he turns around and he pulls the actor card. And he's like... It's fine. I'd rather get fired. <laughs> I'd rather get fired from the set of Morbius. Yeah. Honestly, as the director, you probably should have, like... he. They probably should have hoped to get fired from that movie. Yeah. And then you can put that on your resume. Like, we cited creative differences. And then when the movie comes out and it does, like, 30% of Rotten Tomatoes, you mm-hmm. go, those are my yep. creative differences. There it is. Whatever you didn't like... That's, that was it. I don't like that shit either. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so he's made the news again. Well, he's made the news, and then other actors are starting to like, I guess, be asked about method acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Pattinson has been one of these actors who's like, you know, uh, basically he's he thinks it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson has been one of these guys. Who's Martin thinks, Freeman. Uh, and then uh, Will Poulter is now the most recent guy mm-hmm. who's been asked about it uh, uh, who's uh, going to be in uh, Guardians Guardians yeah, 3 3 and and he has the same opinion that like you yeah. know you're just kind of full of shit sure and i think i think method acting is is now getting this bad rap it is <laughs> it most certainly is and and i think that i'm i'm a little surprised at some of these well-known actors who understand what the method is mm-hmm. who are turning around and they're like you know they're like i kind of you know you're an asshole if you're one of these guys who like you know can't get out of character and blah 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 and it's like i don't know i'm just i'm just a little surprised i get okay well maybe i shouldn't say I'm, no no no. i'm surprised i'm surprised mm-hmm. at these guys because 
I guess it's because there's no one left of note who still does the method. The only guys left are guys like Jared Leto who give it a bad name. Because, sure. like, if if Pacino was still doing the method, if he was, like, every role, I'm still doing it. Or De Niro is, like, mm-hmm. I'm still going into character mm-hmm. and stuff. The, the, doing that is just doing this. <laughs> That's the method. That's all the method is. <laughs> so if, if those guys were still out and about, you know, talking about the method and stuff, I don't know. I don't think you would be seeing, like, these high-profile actors dogging the method the way that they are. Well, it, it's always been, uh, I think, a hotly contested method. No pun intended. Um, you know, there's always been people saying it's bullshit, it's pretentious, you don't need to do that to act. And there's always been other people who've said, no, you must respect the method, and it gets you a better performance ultimately. And, you know, sure, some people can get the same results out of not doing it, but plenty of other great actors need that in order to perform to the their the best of their ability. Yeah. Um which, you know, I think is a reasonable thing to say, but Will Poulter actually said something that I 100% agree with, which is then I quote this is according to IGN.com. Uh, when it comes to an actor's process, whatever that is, so long as it doesn't infringe on other people's and you're being considerate, then fine, he said. But if your process creates an inhospitable environment, then to me, you've lost sight of what's important. Method acting shouldn't be used as an excuse to, or an excuse for inappropriate behavior. And it definitely has. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that makes perfect sense to me. Like, sure, yeah. you do your method. Whatever you have to do to get in character, you know, uh, study whatever you need to, get in that mind, mind space uh, in order to be able to live in that moment that you're acting within sure that makes perfect sense but don't be an asshole to people yeah you know like realize you are still performing a job in which other people may not be part of that method (laughs) that you're a part of right i say as long as you stay within those constraints you know put those safety barriers on hey more power to you do whatever you got to do but at the same time if if you are being a weirdo and mailing used condoms to people, your co-stars, like that wouldn't fly in any other scenario. Right. And I, I understand that, sure, you know, you're all playing make-believe and this is a dumb profession to be a part of, but you got to respect people. Yeah, They're, it's they, still a job. They are still people, yeah. They're still doing their jobs. Right. So unless everyone is signed on the dotted line saying, we're all in this game together and no holds barred don't hurt anyone but beyond that be as weird as you gotta be yeah which isn't the case you can't do that yeah and i think i think the people who take the method thing too far outside of the bounds of making the film i wonder how much that really helps in the long run anyway because if you're say Jared Leto and you're you're doing all these things because you think the character would do them like how much are you really in the headspace of this character that you've created when you're doing a thing that is uh you're making 
the lives of your coworkers difficult outside of the framing of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And so you now have to you now have to like picture yourself as Dr. Morbius making a movie about Dr. Morbius. Sure. You know what I'm sure. saying? Cuz no yeah. longer you're no longer just doing a thing and like yeah. you're now interacting with other actors and and people who are on like cast and crew yeah. of of a movie set. Sure. So how can how can that help you? It's one thing if let's say let's say he went out there in disguise mm-hmm. and he was out in the streets and stuff and he was like like when actors do like ride-alongs and stuff mm-hmm. or when they like you know i was i was homeless for a week to really feel what it feels like to be homeless that kind of shit like makes sense because sure. you're you put it's, yourself it's in research an, yeah yeah but to just be like you know i'm abe lincoln and it's like well no you're not <laughs> no you're not because you're sitting on a chair yes mr president waiting to film a movie and yeah. there's people walking around with cell phones, and you're eating food that you wouldn't have eaten a hundred years ago. So no, you're not. Yeah. So you don't get like that's the part. The the being an asshole part obviously goes along with that. And I obviously don't think that like I don't think you should have carte blanche to just be a dickhead to people just because you're making a movie. But I think more so than just you know the golden rule of do unto others. Mm. I just don't understand how it's even advantageous to act that way even for the role itself i yeah i kind of get it because it helps you more readily get to that place when they say action you know if you're already there you don't have to like hype yourself up in the moment and be like all right 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 so in the movie i lost my parents and you know i have whatever disease and yada 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 yeah. you're already there you know you're, you're already revved up to that point you're thinking in that character's headspace the entire day i get that and then when they say action you're already there and you just have to remember your lines and that's it yeah that makes sense to me I, I i get that but again it's like just don't be a dick about it yeah you know well remember uh travis was telling us about uh jonathan majors on the set of uh the uh what was that show? The uh, H.P. Lovecraft show? Yeah, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. And uh, he was saying that, like, I don't know if he named him on the show. So I kind of outed him <laughs> if, if, if he didn't name him. Uh-huh. I, I think he was being coy at the time because he was st- I, either he was still filming it or it hadn't come out yet mm-hmm. or whatever. But anyway, he said that Jonathan Majors was, like, really intense to be around mm-hmm. on the set of the show. Uh, because he was like trying to stay in character he's trying to stay in that in that mode of like and that's i get that like an intensity a guy who like you know just leave him alone for now like he needs to like stay in it you get to an emotional space yeah i get that that makes perfect sense but to be like you know just to do the full method thing yeah i just don't see how again i don't even see how it can even be advantageous to the role mm. itself i just don't get it yeah you know i don't know i've looked up i've looked up the method i've looked you know just because i was like curious about it because all my fake favorite actors do it sure so i always wondered about it and like it's not really even as intensive as some of these guys make it out mm. to be you know like it's really just as simple as you you have you have you're you're trying to not just play a character you're trying to live whatever the character is so that 
your emotions become that character's emotions and you think about things in the way that the character would yeah. think about them. It's, it's more like a uh, reflex as opposed to a thought out, like, how would my character react to this? Right. Instead, you just react. You live and breathe it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you think about what music would, you know, <clears throat> Bobby, whatever his name is, like your character's Bobby Johnson. Mm -hmm. What would Bobby listen to? What kind of food would Bobby eat? What's his relationship with his mother? You know? Yeah. What kind of TV shows does he like? Does he laugh at that commercial? Does he think that commercial's stupid? Like, all of those things mm -hmm. go into creating this fully fleshed out character. Yeah. And I was reading something where, like, Pacino was talking about how he kind of regrets some of the stuff that he did when he was younger doing the method. Like, mm. he like he, he did it with, uh, well, he was a method actor, so, like, all of his big Everything, roles. <laughs> yeah. basically. But, like, the yeah. one, I guess, that was the most obnoxious was... Uh, uh, scent of a woman. Okay, yeah. Because he played a blind drill sergeant or, or army major or whatever, marine. I don't, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But uh, apparently he was like pretty like belligerent and obnoxious doing he's, that. He's movie. an asshole in that role, so. Yeah, and he had to, yeah. But he got his Oscar. Yep. But it, it I would argue that he didn't deserve that Oscar. I would argue that he deserved two Oscars for Godfather and Serpico. Those the Oscars that I think he deserved. And he didn't get those, yeah. and then he got one percent of a woman in fucking nineteen ninety two. That's a gimme Oscar. That's what that is. It for sure was, yeah. So you know, who's still talking about Son of a Woman? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The only thing, even when you talk about Son of a Woman, the only thing you talk about is like, hua, he did that. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Wow. And he they played. It's great. It's a great movie. But right. like, if you go back and look, I think. I did this the other day, actually. I looked at like who he was nominated against, and I don't think he... Oh, that was the Malcolm X year. That's Ooh. what it was. Denzel was nominated for Malcolm X, and he should have won that. For and sure. they gave Pacino the Oscar, and it was a gimme year. Because yeah. they were just like, he's gone so long without an Oscar. Right. He's been nominated like seven times, and he hasn't gotten it, so mm. we got to throw it to him. That's what that was. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. You know? And then Denzel, as much as I love Training Day, Training Day is a gimme Oscar because yeah. he deserved it for Malcolm it just, X. It, it, it keeps leapfrogging yeah. further and further down the line. For that, I mean, that's what happens. Give people the Oscars when they deserve just it. Just give it to them when they deserve it. Uh, Denzel should have three. He, mm -hmm. should have, he should have Malcolm X. He should have Training Day. Unstoppable. Oh, he has Glory, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's four. Yeah. He deserves four because he got Glory. And he got training day. Yeah. He's, yeah. He should have way more. Mm -hmm. You know? Anyway. Glory's great. Glory's Glory. great. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Pacino's <sighs> great. Yeah. And Pacino's great. And Jared Leto was, had moments. Yeah. yeah. I thought, fucking, I'm done with Jared Leto, man. I'm done with him. I'm sick of him. Okay. I'm sick of hearing about him. I'm sick of his cult. I'm sick of his dumb face popping up on my mm. Twitter. I'm sick of, like, Everybody pretending like like you, everything. Seconds Mars. Everything doesn't have to have a fucking fan base, you know. Morbius doesn't need a fan base. The DCEU is their fan base is like fucking fervent, man. Oh, yeah. They they sometimes tweets from people who are who their entire personality is based around the DCEU. Yeah, they'll pop up on my Twitter like you know like uh, you've liked like similar stuff like this yeah, in the past. Yeah, Maybe yeah. you'll like this tweet. Topic and I'm like, tweets. Yeah, and I'm like, why, why, why? Because, because I liked one tweet about Zack Snyder. Now you're gonna feed me this shit. Yeah, and they do, and they're 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 sick, man. 
Like I don't did we even talk about at the Oscars the fan vote? No. We didn't even talk about it. No. So they did a fan vote at the Oscars. <laughs> I mean, this is obviously I don't know if if, it, if it this turned slipped, into it turned into a meme. Yeah, it was a farce. Yeah. It was a farce. They Zack Snyder's fans took over and uh they voted Army of the Dead like what the best movie of the year or like best moment. scene of the year yeah. or best moment yeah. yeah and then what was it um uh, uh the flash as like the most anticipated en- movie enter or? no entering the oh yeah entering this the the was it time whatever the speed force speed. or something yeah yeah entering the speed force right yeah so the oscars learned their lesson pretty quickly no more fan voting because yeah. that's what happens. Uh, but, but you know, just that's what I'm talking about. Some of you guys just, you don't deserve stuff. You know? You, you, you shouldn't, uh, what are you looking at? Yeah. Oscar's. Fan favorite award. Fan favorite award. Like, that movie sucked. Army of the Dead sucked. Why? why? Like, I know that you guys like Zack Snyder, and that's fine. You can you can like him. He seems like a really nice guy. He does. He seems very earnest. He seems like he enjoys what he does. And yeah. what, what more can you ask and from a creator? It seems like he's like really really trying to give the people what they want. He seems and, like and, a guy who cares about the fans and doing what he likes, which yeah. I really respect. I mean, there's like a ton of like Robert Rodriguez movies I really can't stand. Yeah, but at all times, like he's the same way. It's it's like he's making what he likes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, what, what, what are you going to say to that? Right. You have to you have to give him props for that. Yes. Be that as it may, Army of the Dead sucks. It does. It's not a good movie. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. And that's why we did it. <laughs> we have a whole podcast. <clears throat> yeah. So go back and listen to how, you know, if you want to know exactly how we feel about that. But, yeah, so who wins uh, fan favorite? And then the Oscar cheer moment went to... Zack Snyder's Justice League Snyder Cut which won the fan favorite scene um, that we talked about where Flash is or yeah Ezra Miller's Flash yeah who we can have an entire conversation about that guy uh, enters the speed force do we need to just start doing like one reel in as like more of a just an offshoot of just talking about movies just in general that could work. That could work. We that seems we fun. We rarely have time to sit down and watch a movie together. Yeah. So I feel like that's why we've had such a drought of one real ends. Yeah. Um but so yeah. if we could just talk about if we could just have discourse about film and Sure, general. sure. And then maybe even if like we watch it like, you know, for instance, Doctor Strange is coming out pretty soon. Yeah. If we watch it separately, we can still talk about it. Yeah. And other things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You have to watch the video version of this podcast to get what we're doing right now. Or just uh, look up what a WAP is. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just saying. Hold the phone. That's called a callback. That's called something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of what we're going to be called. Um, Dude, I saw some, somebody on Twitter was like, let's call a spade a spade. And then somebody responded to that earnestly, and they were like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Super racist. And everyone was like, what are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? Like, it's crazy. Can't believe you said that. 
fucking 2022 you're still using spade spade as a as a saying that's an epitaph yeah Weird. anyway are they from like 1954 no they 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 were like uh they were earnestly like i can't believe you're still using that kind of what would you call the card in 2022 what else is that called yeah i don't know uh well it's also no yeah i don't know oh yeah yeah so shut up well i always shut thought up about it i didn't even think about it as i i know that spade is can be used racially but that's the, such like an outdated like yeah no, weird, yeah, no one that that's one of those that like like jigaboo or like yeah. jungle bunny or like it, it stuff had, like that it didn't have legs like, yeah 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 you you hear something like that and you're like what is that guy like a hundred years sure. old like why is that the first thought that comes to it why is that the first uh, insult rather that comes to his mind. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you're even. I'm less insulted and more just amazed that like, that's the kind of shit that rumbles around in your brain still. I've only heard that in movies. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard. I've never in my life heard somebody I've, like. Well, I've never. <laughs> well, I've never. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So I guess the bottom line is uh, do the method, do whatever you need to do. Just don't. Do it to other people sure. who, are, who didn't <laughs> sign up for it. Yeah, you know? only to, to only a certain degrees. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what. If I was on, on a movie set, if I was just like you know getting my uh, my couple hundred dollars for like my line, my two or three lines, and uh, the the star of the movie was like method acting, mm. pff, man, I would be fucking all for it dude i would be all about it hey I mean, uh, you call him abe that's abe lincoln that's the goddamn president over there who the fuck are you give me that and like bring him his coffee i'm sorry mr president anything else that you need mm-hmm. i would be all about it i would be all over it would you like this uh this freshly picked sugar <laughs> it came on railway <laughs> yeah man you i wouldn't be caught dead i'd be man I'd love it. Yeah. Mr. Morbius. Doctor. Doctor. Morbius. Morbius. Excuse me. I apologize, sir. I know you earned that degree. (laughs) You earned that shit. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Cheers. 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 Okay. You guys know what time it is. It's about that time where we try to... (laughs) <laughs> Try to find some. Hang our hats on something positive here. Ooh, yeah. It's time for cheers of the week, Adam. What's your cheers going to? I mean, it's not very positive. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta say it. Cheers <coughs> to Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Have to observe it. Yeah, we do. I feel like all of our uh, our kind of underrespected comedy voices uh are slowly slipping away yeah man it's crazy so yeah it's it's been rough it's been a rough year so far um for for comedy yeah for those like those guys who are like those in the trenches guys so like mm. you know been around for a hundred years and you're like yeah they're just always gonna be every time you see them you're like oh yeah yeah recognize that voice that face it's like a feature guy yeah yeah so I mean, obviously, a mainstay of, of, I mean, everything from movie to TVs, TVs, movie to TV shows to, to TVs, TVs uh, shows. Uh, what, what, what was it called? The uh, the the squares. 
Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares. Yeah, yeah. Some great runs on Hollywood Squares. <laughs> uh, just voice just, acting. Oh yeah, of course, voice acting. Iago. Commercial acting. Yeah. Commercial uh, voice acting. Mm-hmm. Iago. Yeah. It's so yeah, and obviously respected just for you know being a comedic voice in, in general. I feel like it, uh, you know he a lot of comedians respected Gilbert. Uh, yeah. In his time and. It's just he's been around for so long, so uh, I thought he deserved his 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 flowers because I feel like he's one of those guys that we, I mean, a lot of people that just didn't respect in his time because he was just always around. But yeah. you tend not to uh, um, really really see how much those those kind of people add to the the soup of comedy in your time. Right. So right, right, right. right. He will be missed. Gilbert yep, yep, Gottfried. Yep, yep. Straight up. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> My cheers of the week is going to uh, Vince Staples. New album out. Uh, Ramona Park broke my heart. Vince Staples has put out now, I don't know, uh, the past like three or four albums have all just been Bangers, mm-hmm. starting with Big Fish Theory. No, oh, great. I mean, yeah, incredible. Uh, F- Such a diversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A.M. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a self-titled album with, <clears throat> excuse me, Kitty Beats, and then this. I mean, the guys on a hot streak. I mean, quietly, there's a couple of guys who've just put out nothing but heat for the past like five or six years. Freddie Gibbs is one of those guys that's just like yeah. starting with. Bandana, not starting with Bandana, but you know he's been on a hot streak since Bandana. Mm-hmm. He's got obviously has out good albums before that. Same with Vince Staples. His albums before Big Fish Theory are yeah. good, but once they get on this hot streak and they're just rolling. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ramona Park broke my heart. It's just a great album. I've been listening to it nonstop. Yeah. So just wanted a big up. It's probably uh, gonna. hard to say if it's going to be at the top of my 2022 list because there's some just it's been holy a good year shit. Of music so far yeah. yeah oh we didn't even talk about fucking black star <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get to that next time we'll go we'll talk about that yeah that's got legs mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah so uh shout out to vince staples putting out one of the best albums of the year definitely going to be top five maybe top or top 10 maybe top five we'll see yeah. that's great so go listen to that and, uh, you know, drink some beer and, and listen to that. You know, like sure. drink, you know. But should we listen to it and drink this beer? Well, I'm glad you asked. We have to review this beer. This beer. This is the only way for you to know if you should uh, listen to the, that Vince Staples album and drink <laughs> this beer at the same time. This is a good pairing. This is from Urban Chestnut. It's their Dwarf beer. Dwarf beer. Dwarf beer. Dwarf. Dwarf. Bavarian style. Speaking of Vince tables. <laughs> yeah. Dwarf. 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 <clears throat> so, what would you give it, Obi? Uh, I'll keep it really simple. Uh, I loved it. I'm going to give it a five. It is such a, again, such a, something that, if, if you're a brewer out there and you're looking for a beer for us, keep it simple, keep it basic, but just do it really, really well. Yeah, and that's what this thing does. Yep, it's. Uh, I mean, you heard it. You heard it first, folks. 
the first thing I said when I had this this beer was toasty. Toasty. And that's toasty. One, of the, one of the descriptions on it. Slightly toasty lager. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. And it sets out uh, and accomplishes everything it sets out to do. Yep. Um, yeah, just really simple. Uh, nothing surprising, but really, really good. Five for me. Uh, unanimous five for this bad girl. I, you know, I, this is one of those that, like, it's, it, it should be, you should be able to find this everywhere. It should be, like, a mainstay. It's delicious, simple, clean, toasty, malty. It's only 4.8%, so it's not like, you know, it's the bad, you're not going to, like, toss a couple of these back and yeah. you'll get drunk. But it's like, not going to ruin not, your day. Yeah. This is just a nice, you know, full-flavored, full-bodied beer, but light on the ABV, it's... Yeah, I think it's near perfect. So, five. Amen, brother. All right. I think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get out of here. <sighs> there you go. Move the chi. Move the chi. Yeah. 350 episodes, baby. Yeah. Tiger Claw. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Duplo, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Happy 350. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. <laughs> gulp, gulp. <laughs> I had to drop, it still counts. It's not bad luck. I'll see you.